Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Five Supernatural Ways to Walk in Greater Victory. Five Supernatural Ways to Walk in Greater Victory. I'm going to be talking about the grace of God today. The best definition I know for grace is that grace is the empowerment to do God's will. What's so wonderful about the new covenant is that Jesus not only paid the penalty for our sin, paid our debt off for past sin, but he empowers us to live victorious through his supernatural grace. And that is good news. So five ways to walk in this greater victory, five supernatural ways. Number one, we do this by humbling ourselves. James 4, 6 says, but he gives more grace. (laughs) That's good news. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. You know, there's something about walking in humility. There's something about understanding that what we are, is because of God and because of other people. It's that recognition. God resists the proud. God resists those who want to exalt themselves over others. But a humble person will receive will receive grace. You know, there's an interesting story in in Luke 18, starting with verse 11. And the Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, "God, I thank you that I am not like the other men, swindlers." evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and pay tithes of all that I receive. But the tax collector stood at a distance, unwilling even to lift up his eyes to heaven. Instead, he beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And this really illustrates, you know, the heart of Jesus. Obviously, once we receive Jesus, we're not a sinner anymore. We're a saint. But... There's something about remaining humble. There's something about not boasting about what we've done, but boasting about what he's done and boasting about what other people have done for us. And you know, when we get on our knees in prayer and we just say, Lord, I need you. I need you. I need you. And it's, it's powerful. Grace comes. He gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Number two, supernatural way to walk in greater victory is hearing edifying words. Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. It's a great verse in Ephesians 4.29, and it talks about the the goal of speech is not just to give information, but to release grace to the hearers. The, the, The goal of speech is not to avoid negative corrupting speech, which is a beginning point, but more importantly, it is to focus on believing our words, our containers of grace that are causing to happen what we say. And certainly I as a speaker, and I know I'm speaking to 
people who speak. Some of you do that for a living. We all speak. We all influence, whether it's family members, whether we're speaking to tens of thousands of people. When we understand that we're releasing grace through our words, and again, not just giving information, then that's powerful. Now, certainly one of the ways that we can receive this empowering grace is through our own declarations, through our own speaking truth and the promises of God. And Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life is in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so we understand that's why I make declarations is because I can control how much I say. I can literally control the amount of grace that is released to me. I'm victorious. I'm protected. I'm blessed. I love well. I make great decisions. All of these are in line with God's promises for our lives. And as I speak it, grace comes. But I'll say we also need to be in environments where we're hearing edifying words, who the churches we attend, the type of people that we let influence us. The, the goal is to have great grace. And certainly some of us may be in families or we may even be in a church that we're called to be in where there's not a high level of, of grace. Maybe there's negativity. Maybe there's um, frustrated speech coming out or uh, guilt and manipulation type speech. But when we understand that that grace, when we hear edifying words, then, then we'll be more intentional about what we listen to. And certainly Igniting Hope Ministries, are, one of our goals is that every podcast you hear will impart grace to you. Not just good information, not just good ideas, but literally, and I'm believing that, I'm believing you are listening right now. There's grace being released into your life. You've got what it takes. You wouldn't be listening to this unless you didn't have a heart for God and a heart for others and a heart to make a positive difference. And, and so I bless you in that. Supernatural way number three to walk in greater victory is by receiving it, by receiving grace. Romans 5.17 says this, For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Romans 5, 17. You know, it says, um, how much more those who receive abundance of grace. Now, you know, there's something about, it says if you receive abundance of grace, uh, you're going to reign in life. Obviously, reigning in life means you are victorious. Your victory is increasing. It's manifesting. But we've got to receive grace. Just like we received Jesus, uh, the sacrifice of Jesus and the gift of Jesus by faith, not of works. We didn't earn it, but we, we received it. And I received Jesus as my personal Savior in my life. And when we did that, we that salvation manifested and but it's the same way with every other benefit of god we 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 believe in our heart and confess with our mouth and we will be saved romans 10 10 
And, and so there's something about receiving grace. I receive God's empowering grace. I receive uh, his, his grace for me to reign in life. The abundance of his grace. And we thank him. We thank him for his grace. Thank you, Lord, for the empowering grace that causes me to reign in life. Thank you for showing me how to, how to receive it, even at a higher level. You know, that's Romans 5.17, and then you go down to Romans 5.20, and you know, I love that verse too, because it says where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. <laughs> you know, and this is a little bonus thought here, that is, is that whatever is happening in the negative, God has something greater in the positive that for us. It's where grace abounds, where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. And then number four is recognize and function in the ministry gift we have. It says in Romans 12, 6-8, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. And then he goes on to list you know, different ones. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. You know, the first part again says, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is giving us. You know, if we're going to walk in victory, we need to know what, what our giftings are. And and so know what our callings is. And, you know, just ask yourself, what makes you come alive? You know, and, and even those seven things that are mentioned there, you know, prophesying, uh, serving, ministering and serving, teaching, exhorting or encouraging, giving, uh, leading or showing mercy. Once we begin to clarify what's our gifting, what's our calling, what's our assignment, what are we not to do? Grace comes into our life because we're functioning in that which we are. And then number five, supernatural way to walk in greater victory is stay in new covenant grace. Galatians 5, 4 says, You have become estranged from Christ. You who attempt to be justified by the law, you've fallen from grace. You've fallen from grace, those of you who seek to be justified by the law. You know, when we think of somebody falling from grace, we usually think of someone sinning, a leader, they fell from grace. But we know what Paul's saying here. He's saying if we think what moves the hand of God is, is, is the works of the law, good behavior, following the rules, versus believing and receiving and putting our faith in the finished work of the cross, putting our faith in God's grace. He says we're cut off from grace if we think works are what moves the hand of God. So there's five things right there, five supernatural ways to walk in greater victory. Grace is the empowerment to do God's will, and grace will come in greater ways as we humble ourselves, as we hear edifying words, as we receive the abundance of grace, as we recognize and function in the ministry gift we have, and as we stay in new covenant grace. And, and don't focus uh, where we make our greater focus on the hearing of faith, what 
Paul said in Galatians 3, 1 through 5, it's so powerful to add to Galatians 5, 4. And as we do that, we're going to have great grace flow in our lives. Say, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. I want to remind you, we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. Once people get through hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody's hoping. Somebody's becoming unreasonably optimistic. Somebody's believing that the future will be better than the present, and they have the power to help make it so. I believe our hope level determines our influence level, and he who has the most hope has the most influence. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. Joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. But I don't need joy again at the end of the battle. I need it now. I've got stuff going on. You, you do too. You've got uncertainties. You've got relational things. You've got maybe financial pressures. Maybe you're physically tired. Listen, you and I need the joy of the Lord today. And we choose it. We rejoice in the Lord always. We stir it up. Hey, thanks again. God bless you from Igniting Hope. We're looking forward to having you with us again on another one of our podcasts. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.